Welcome to There is a Season with Bob and Gloria. This is the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Thanks for joining us today. Well, there's certainly been a lot of drama over the last week, month, and back into last year. So many things going on. And uh, within the last month or so, it's been common for those in the media to crank out the list of the top stories of the year. You know, you may have seen some of those lists, Gloria. The things that got the most coverage on TV, radio print and the web. And people can debate about which stories were more important or relevant to them personally. But I think many can agree that two or three main stories used up most of the oxygen. Yes, I think that COVID easily has to be the most dominant story. In fact, perhaps for many, the most wide ranging and impactful story of our lifetimes. Close behind that would have to be the story that never seems to end. That is our national political scene, which has focused unbelievable attention on our presidency for years. Yes, indeed. And and related to these in different ways would also be all of the social unrest that we saw uh, last summer and into the fall, and in some places continuing now. Well, we'll see. There are a lot of people who think all of the unrest will die down now. Yeah, that'll be uh, interesting to see if that that really comes to pass. Uh, In the meantime... These and other stories comprise a great deal of the the things that we talk about uh, during the course of a year. They're not the only things, of course, and in some cases, talking about things like politics is verboten, unless you're looking to get into an argument or trouble at work or maybe some kind of prolonged family feud. Even with close friends and family, politics is laden with various landmines as it seems the culture moves more and more toward the need to make the news, and particularly politics, our national pastime, the center of our lives. Certainly, there are other topics, though. Yes, there are indeed. I would agree that I've probably heard more political talk in the last several years than ever before, Bob. Oh, yeah. But yes, there are still other categories of conversation and other categories of importance, right, that seem common for a lot of people. For some, it's talking about their kids. For Mm -hmm. others, it's talking about various health issues. And this is even outside of things like COVID. Everybody still talks about the weather, though we don't really have many big snowstorms anymore. Not much to talk about, right? Not much to talk about there, right? Sports used to be a good small talk item, but I don't know how that's doing for a lot of people these days. I think certain sports have done better than others, you know, with some of that. And so it doesn't seem, you know, that different. But it's certainly changed for the country in the last year. I mean, our participation in sports or sporting events is different, right? Right. Even even having a, a party at your house for Super Bowl or whatever. That's you true. You have I mean, to double think yeah. everything. Like, is it safe? So it kind of takes the fun out of it. You're always only, kind of on right. your heels, right? Not only are the, uh, the sports venues empty uh, or near empty, right? Um, but a lot of your you houses are empty, home, right? Right. Uh, there's still sizable interest in the big games, of course. Like we just had the college football national championship. Sorry, Bucks. We also had the uh, the NFL playoffs, and um, there's always sports personalities that people are interested in. What else seems to fill up the list of our general conversation these days, Gloria? Well, it's hard not to have conversations about topics related in some way to COVID nineteen. So, for instance, it's not only discussions about our own personal health or about those who are unfortunately getting sick and some who are dying, 
but also discussions about people we know in the healthcare arena who are getting burned out yeah. or about the challenges of scheduling certain elective surgical procedures per yes. se, right? A lot of people are delayed months. Right. COVID has also obviously affected how we're educating our kids and how we're socializing and moving about in public. It's really a far-reaching pandemic that seems to pop up in some way or another in all sorts of conversations. Now, you and I once had a conversation about how our lives can get overwhelmed by certain concerns and topics and how, after a while, we kind of yearn for the chance to talk about something else, you know, to have the chance to maybe express other feelings and thoughts and concerns or to simply discuss other interests in history and whatnot, something else on the agenda. Yes, you're referring to when I was receiving cancer treatment. Yeah, yeah. It's true that I went through a very intense period where it seemed like everything was about cancer or related to cancer. Mm -hmm. Even after my formal treatments were completed, there was this feeling of being a cancer survivor, which I was, thankfully. There still is sometimes. Yeah. Right? Certainly for people who have been through that kind of suffering or other significant suffering or stress, be it serving in our military or going through a life trauma like a divorce or losing a child or even losing a job, it seems like that topic, that life event, consumes the greatest amount of oxygen, as you said earlier, for a long time, yeah, maybe even months or years. I still have people asking me if I'm okay. And I understand that, especially if I haven't seen someone in a while. But I think I remember you and others saying that I would look forward to the day when I could wake up not feeling like I wore the name Cancer Gloria. And you were right. I needed to very much get beyond that time in my life, those topics, and those conversations. And that's very understandable, of course. When we hurt, it is hard to avoid that sometimes. You know, we kind of bleed, right? And we bleed a lot and people see that or they sense that. And it takes real grace to live with serious wounds we carry. But for a lot of us, most of us, I would think, there's also a desire to heal a little bit or at least get beyond those wounds and familiar topics now and again. We want to talk about something else, like I said, to reach back for stories of maybe of yesterday or to share dreams about other topics or other hopes for the future. Or maybe even to share some things about us today that nobody really knows or that we don't typically share because there's all the usual stuff in our conversation. So today's show is about the other stuff that we could talk about with our family and our friends, with our senior loved ones, with anyone really. It's a chance to broaden the menu per se by giving you ideas about how to start conversations or learn more about someone you know or meet. It's a chance to take a breather from the usual and open our eyes and ears to a bigger story. Now, of course, anyone who listened to some of our shows in the last several years, and particularly even the last year, can attest we're not shrinking from the topics of the day. We've had a lot of commentary about that, right? We did back during the, the summer. Uh, we add what we can to the major topics of conversation in the world. But on this show, it's always been our mission to get our listeners to think about some things they don't usually think about or to take another, you know, another view of something, to tap into some things that are also important about our lives and our relationships and where we're all headed. So in addition to the conversation starters idea, today we're also going to talk about how we communicate with others, what methods we choose, and how we can going forward. So uh, to start that conversation off, one of the things that we were able to do is to find kind of a basket full of different conversation starters that are beyond all this stuff that we've mentioned here in terms of politics and, and you know, COVID and, 
and other typical things because people sometimes struggle, right? And you think of all of the different settings you could be in. We talk a lot about speaking with seniors, all right? Well, that's one one area. But what about somebody you know from your past that you'd love to reach out to and you don't know where to begin? Or what about somebody who's, who's younger than you or older than you and you'd like to have a starting point for a conversation? Right, or somebody you know really, really well, but you're just hanging out and you don't have a lot to talk about these days, right? Because you're not doing a whole lot. So we've got some creative things to spark, yeah. maybe an interesting conversation really with anybody. Right. It's like, let me tell you about this restaurant I didn't visit this past month. <laughs> right. Let me tell you about this experience I didn't have this past month. Right. You can't really ask the question, so what'd you do today or what's going on today? Right. So it's not so, a whole lot lately, I find. And, and when we talk about things here in the second part of the show, we're going to talk about why this is so important to have these, these uh, starters, these starting points, because... It matters, uh, particularly when you get into other kinds of communication. So what's a good one? What's what's one of the good ones? Well, one of the first ones is asking people what their first concert was. Okay, so this is a great conversation starter that you can ask anyone. And answers, Bob, are guaranteed to lead to a good story, probably. Well, What was your first concert? Uh, probably, I want to say the Doobie Brothers. Okay, and mine was REO Speedwagon. So we're dating ourselves here. Now, people older than we are, I don't know what they would say for concert. I mean, that could include, I suppose, if you didn't go to a rock concert, it could be a going to the opera, going to the Philharmonic. It could be something else, or it could have been sitting on a picnic listening to a band. It could have been any number of different things. Right, right. Big I'm, band music, maybe live somewhere at a, at a country club or a dinner club. Yeah, I, like I remember that. it as a kid sitting out in this big uh, green, this mall we had out in front of our house, kind of a wide boulevard, and they would bring in the trailer and in the summertime, they'd open up the side of the trailer and the um, the jazz band would play. Right. You know, or the, uh, the whether it was a Dixie band or, or playing Glenn Miller and some other kinds right. of stuff. As a kid, I just thought, well, this is the coolest thing ever. Look at all these people sitting out here for a free concert. Yeah. These are all the things that we'll appreciate so much more so when they return to right. our lives, right? Yeah. So that's a good one to start a conversation yeah. with. Where, where were you first in a music venue or at a concert? Right. Um, so another one, this is just a, a go-to, something that you can start with, and you give somebody a compliment. Choose something to compliment a person and take the conversation from there. You know, this can break the ice on a positive note and leaves the conversation open for the person to take it wherever they feel comfortable. So like, oh, you washed your hair today. No, that's not. Well, that's kind of like, oh, what a surprise. I was thinking, Bob, more along the lines of, you know, you're really good at right. whatever. So it doesn't it have to be necessarily physical appearance. It could be just recognizing someone's Or like how you've decorated or, your apartment. Right. Or, you know, something like that. Or, wow, you're such a good cook. You know, maybe somebody's made a meal or... Baked I'm just goods. trying to think of all the compliments I could I could give you right now, and and you could give back to me. And we don't have enough time in the show. A couple of those, the certainly. cook, the uh, yeah. Uh, well, but you know what I mean. So just compliment somebody. That's and, all. Yeah. And don't let the person kind of run it over because people are uncomfortable often with compliments. And I will. Well, and, and I know certain people are really good. My daughter, for instance, is really good at that. She'll start off. A situation by making somebody, you know, feel good. feel good by complimenting on something, right. you know, that they do. And some people are just kind of natural at picking up on those things and saying, oh, you know, and, and making a point. But as you say, it's a great way to start conversation. It is. And we're going to have a lot more of these. Um, plus, as we said, the methods for communicating when we return. We'll be back in just a moment. You are listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and 99.1. 
95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. So we know it's been on your mind, well, a lot of people's minds, and it's typically also filled up a lot of our conversation, right? It's been politics, it's been COVID, it's been the social unrest of the last year, and more. So today, we're sharing some ideas about how you can reach out to others in your life by talking about the other. There's another? Yes, that is, we've got conversation starters here about things other than the usual. You might find some of these work better with family or close friends. You might find them helpful with strangers or casual acquaintances. We might suggest several of these are great starting points for conversations with seniors in your life. They very well could be. I'm thinking. We're also going to be talking a little bit later in the program about how you can use these ideas through a variety of communication channels. But let's get back to the... uh, the starters. These are the conversation starters, the stuff that we're not normally talking about that gives us a foothold or a place to begin the conversation. What's another good one? Okay, so here's one. You can ask someone, how do you spend your days? Now, Bob, this is a much nicer way to learn about someone than asking, what do you do, right? It gives them so much more room to talk about their hobbies, their interest, and even family. Because so often, what what do you do for a living? Right. That's so limiting for it's, conversation. It's almost like the closed-ended question. So know, how was your day, it son? Up. It was fine. Right. You know, how, was good? So this, how do you spend your days? Or how did you spend your day today? Right. And even if even if you ask that other question, what do you do? You know, and so forth. And somebody tells you, you can say, what does that involve? Can you tell me a little bit about right. what you do with that? You know, there's... And then it could go on to part two, which is, what else do you enjoy doing right. during your days. Yeah. You can even talk about how somebody gets to work and back if they're even commuting anymore. And if they're not commuting, you could say, well, how did you set things up at your house to work? Do you find that a challenge? Is it noisy? Right. You know, all that kind of stuff. A lot of offshoots from that question, Right. right? Another one would be, regardless of age or gender, you can ask a person, so what are you reading these days? There's no easier way to peek into a person's personality and find out if you might have a little connection. Find out what they're reading. And that, that can also apply not just to books or maybe magazines, if anybody reads those anymore, but your phone. You know, what, what are some of the sites that you hang out on? Right. Uh, do you do much with social media? We're not suggesting you necessarily, you know, go there. That, that doesn't have to be it. But if somebody is a big social media user or poster, it's a nice thing to ask. Right. It, I mean, it, it, it just gives a little bit of um, a look into that person's lives and their interest. Right. So I like this one. If you could eat only one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Donuts. Oh, sorry. You weren't and asking me. And what else? What are the five other things, Bob? Uh, donuts and coffee. And pizza uh, and burgers. All, yeah, all the bad and stuff. slathery right. sandwiches. So, yeah, slathery sandwiches. People would look at you funny going, what is a slathery? You know the kind I mean. It's all kinds of, you know, condiments. Right, right. Um, that is kind of an interesting question, you know, or... or what you know? What's your favorite food and why? That kind of thing. You right. know, when do you enjoy that? What What do you try to make at twelve midnight when you can't sleep and you shouldn't be eating, but you do anyway? <laughs> but right. you do anyway, that kind of right? Thing. So that's just kind of a fun one. Got one more? Yep. 
What are you binge watching on television? We've got Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, right? And there's a wealth of quality programming out there. And word of mouth is the main way that I know I have found my favorites right now. I ask people on social media, what's a good watch? If, and yeah, you get a if, ton of answers, so if it's you're, great. If you're a binge watcher, and uh, I don't know that I am, but I, I have really. over, over time been hooked on this or that thing. Right. So these are all great ways to start the conversation, and we've got more to come right after the news. So stay with us. You are listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There is a Season, the Bob and Gloria Show, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf. And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Thanks for being here. Today we're talking about new conversations and how you can reach out to those in your life by talking about the other. And the other this morning, of course, was some tasty treats that you brought here. I asked for donuts, however. But Bob didn't get donuts. <laughs> I <laughs> contemplated the picking up of donuts. Right, that but was the original offer, was donuts. I asked you if you wanted me to bring you a donut. But then I started thinking about how we should watch what we're eating. Right. And so I That's got a different up show. That's a totally different show, This morning made Laura. healthy pumpkin cranberry muffins. Which is, of course, tremendously, uh, wonderfully uh, nice. Wonder- delicious. Yes, delicious, too. They were very, very good. But we're not doing the mind diet today. We're doing... We're doing we should do a show on donuts. Just donuts. Anyway, a lot of people are just sick of a lot of stuff these days, okay? Not donuts and not I knew your you muffins. Were say okay? that. Not, mm-hmm. not that. But uh, the same old topics and conversations. We, a lot of us have found stress or strain in conversations because the elephant in the room has always been, oh, what's happening with politics or what's happening with COVID? Um, we're not denigrating the topics you might prefer to discuss. But we are sharing some other ways to converse with people in your life. Some other things you can move on to. You know, we can always come back to those those biggies, right? But there's some other things that people would love to talk about. Other ways people would love to socialize, even if they can't be in the same room together. So that's kind of what we're working on today. And you have another one for us. I do. Okay, so you can ask somebody what their favorite dessert was as a kid mm. and what it is now. And inevitably, Bob, people are going to start sharing stories right? And about either, oh, it's so good, or my mom used to make this. Before you know it, you're talking about dessert. What could be better than that? It's usually another opportunity for me to say, in my day, I only got two Oreos. Oh, yes. The neglected Bob Hour. I had to make them last. (laughs) And I would scrape the icing off the inside with my two front teeth, you know, each take them apart, scrape them and eat. And that way you could make two Oreos last a half an hour. That's when I got to see one Doesn't out of 12. Doesn't happen often these days, does it, Bob? No, I don't get near the Oreos. You uh, don't? No, I, I don't believe in them. Actually, I do believe in them, but I can just never get one because they're they're usually gone by the time I right, get Right, the kids get to them, right? Right. So, right. Uh, yeah, so favorite desserts. Okay, well, another thing, since we're talking about food here, a good thing to ask people would be, what restaurants do you miss eating at? And when COVID settles down, which it will, where... Would you like to go eat? Yeah, and why? What What do you like at yeah, that restaurant? Yeah, what do you, you know, What's the special thing? What are you craving? I bet there's all kinds of stuff out there that people miss that they're not 
getting. And and it's going to be really sad if there are certain restaurants that have gone away, you know, right. because of the because of the COVID thing. Uh, a lot of people were very attached to this or that places, soups or or steaks or whatever happened to be certain, right. So, but it is at least a conversation starter. It is, and it's a fun one, right? Now, another thing that uh, people love to talk about, and you almost don't even have to start the conversation. If you're visiting somebody or even on the phone, you can ask how their pet is doing. And people love to talk about their pets. Oh, they do. That's for sure. Right? They're they're sometimes more than humans. (laughs) It's so true, but it's a good thing. Now, here's one that uh, you got to... You got to do this with a certain amount of, um, you got to take a sort of a measured approach to this. On your way home from work, if you're a mass uh, transit user, subway, you know, bus, whatever it would happen to be, and it doesn't have to be in in that venue only, uh, there might be some other ways you could ask people this question. How did your day go today? What was your day like today? Now, be prepared because that could be anything, right? It could go in any direction. But some people who would be asked that question would also be, incredibly disarmed they would be like wow somebody's asking me that question just out of the blue kind of you know it's one of those things that have to be asked in the right way i think right and and you would have to make sure that you could articulate and raise your volume because you have to stand six to ten feet apart right (laughs) how was your day (laughs) right but yeah that's that's a good one to to make things people comfortable i like to ask people questions if they're sitting next to me on an airplane you know, and I've had positive and negative experiences with that. Some people don't want to talk, and some people then un- yeah, and I I remember completely it, open the envelope and tell me everything. Even even simpler than that, I remember being back east visiting family and so forth. When I say east, I mean you know New England, that side of the uh, the country. And I remember being out with family and and I said hello to somebody when we were out at a, a park or an amusement park or something, and my niece was just mortified. Uncle Uncle Bob, how can you? How can you say hi to people? And I was like, I, I just do. I just sometimes say hello to people. But she, she thought that was really odd. And I guess maybe you don't right. you know, in certain parts of the country. That's right. Some people keep to themselves a little bit more than, than we do, Bob. Yes. So this is a question that you can still ask the Miss COVID, I believe. You can ask people about travel and their experiences, past experiences, or future experiences that they would like to have you could ask them do you have an upcoming trip or activity that you're thinking about that you're excited about i find that everyone always has something to say in response and you know you get to learn a lot about them and it usually stimulates further interesting or even the best place you've ever been you know here's a good question what's the most romantic city in north america now if you haven't traveled at all you know, you wouldn't be able to answer that, right? Or, or maybe you would have some other. Some people might say it's someplace in Florida. Some people might say it's San Francisco. Not recently, but perhaps, you know, at some point it was. Anything. Uh, or what's the most exciting city? Or where, you know, what part of the country haven't you seen before? Right. Do you like to go to the mountains or do you prefer to go to the coast and, you know, spend time near the water? Right. That good, can tell you a lot about people. to start people. the conversation. Right. Those are all great conversation starters. Now, um, this one is interesting Uh, If you are meeting somebody new, maybe they're couples, okay, you can ask how they met. You could go around and talk about that. There's always a good story involved, um, and you really get to know the people. Yeah, tell us Ask somebody how you met. (laughs) Yes. Some of the answers are short and sweet, and some are like, really? And see if people... Mine would be a, really? See if people agree. Right. (laughs) 
because because they might not. No, it wasn't there. It was at the other place. That'd be like, you remember the newlywed game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where you give different answers. Right. What? What? Okay. You want some more, Bob? Sure, I do. Okay. So another one would be to ask about the best meal they've ever eaten. Now, this is kind of like what's your favorite food, but it could be just what's the best meal you've ever eaten. Well, that meal that maybe you don't ever get again. You were at a fabulous restaurant or you were in another city or maybe even country and you had something unique and different. I remember as a kid thinking, maybe because of how it sounded or because it was just so, so strange, the beef wellington sounded like something that the upper crust of people ate, you know, like, like the high society ate beef Wellington. And I've had it once in my life and I was disappointed. That's interesting. Is that all there is? Just, you you know, it's like a pot pie. Well, and. (laughs) Not worth it. That is is interesting. Now, I would change that to what's the most interesting meal that you've ever ordered. And that would be when I was living in England and I ordered at a pub something called Game Pie. Yeah, Let your imagination lead you. Yes. There were bones and. It was like a mixture of rabbit and pheasant. Mm. And then on the side, there was something called black pudding okay. as an extra treat. So our, our travel and food show is over. And <laughs> thanks for being along <laughs> with us today. Steve's. Uh, yeah, so that would be a good question, though, to ask people. Okay. So we're talking today about new things to talk about, okay? If you're tired of politics, tired of COVID, tired about all the other usual small talk you've made, and you're looking for a way to kind of spur things on, what would you talk about? We got time for one more. Okay, one more. So this is in families, right? What's the family rule that keeps your household running smoothly? Now this could go off in all sorts of directions with cell phones, gaming devices, social media, chores. I, I'd like to say, what is the family Attitude. rule? What's the what's the family rule that's not followed? Is that the question? See, see if anybody notices what that one is, right? You want to go to the misery loves company kind of that would, arena? See, what a perfect way if... to talk about things. What what <laughs> rules do people not follow in your house? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have some of those too. All right. So one of the things we wanted to get in here today we were in talking about some of this stuff was the method of how you communicate. Certainly a lot of us, you know, we've got, we've got phones, we've got smartphones, we text. Some people actually use it for calling, although if you're under the age of what, 25? That's not very common. I don't even think they know it has a telephone built into it. I have uh, two of my sons like to talk on the phone to me. Wow. But they're, see, they're getting a little bit older now, right? But, well, one but is years my ago, son was... and one is my oldest. So that's interesting. Hmm. Well, uh, so, so there's texting, there's calling, um, emailing, I suppose. But one area that we thought was very appropriate, and we've done shows on this, was the art of letter writing. Letter writing. So if you are a young person, you don't know what letter writing is. It doesn't mean making the letter K, okay? It just makes, it means writing your thoughts down in a letter, putting it in an envelope, addressing it to somebody, putting a stamp on it, mailing it. There are so many benefits to this. Um, we, we did a whole show, right? So think about one of the first things is what does somebody feel when they see a personalized piece of mail? You get so much other junk in the mail, right? What do you feel when you first see a packet that's a letter? Well, I set everything else aside. 
and quickly open that letter, often on my way back into the house. Right. You see it handwritten, you're like, that's the that's the one that matters. The rest of it is is junk. Right. It's I love to get that. I even like to get the simple wedding invitation. It's you know, because the rest is junk mail usually, right? Or bills. But I love to get handwritten letters. It's I find it quite a gift from somebody. It's personal. They, time to they think wrote about you. on there with ink that's their writing. You know, when they put it on there, unless you know, maybe they printed a label. But very often, a very personal thing from somebody. You know, it took effort. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're going to actually talk about this a little bit more here when we come back right after this break. We'll be right back. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back to There's a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. We've been talking today about ways to get off the beaten path with your conversations, to broaden your connections with people through other topics, perhaps unusual or long-forgotten topics. And our list could have gone on and on. If you want a list, write to us at Bob and Gloria at thereisaseasonshow.com. We'd be happy to share one with you. Coming up, we've got some great shows real quick here. Critical thinking and ethics we're going to talk about. We're also going to talk about are we still a melting pot as a nation. And we have a show coming up. We're going to be talking about faith and what, what role faith can play in our lives here. Uh, as we go forward. So we were talking here about communication and these conversation starters and the, the beauty of letters. And what are some of the benefits? The benefits are um, just, I think, the heartwarming feeling that you get knowing that somebody sat down maybe three, four days ago and was actually thinking about you and took time out of their lives to sit down and write to you. Yeah, I think that's... A, when you, you can imagine that. that right. ha- yeah, I like that. I like the fact that they can convey things that we sometimes have trouble saying. If you're not very articulate, if you're not a great conversationalist, or, or you most of the time use the phone or the text and so forth, and that's kind of short, truncated type communication, it's nice to be able to spell something out. Whether it's something that's painful for you or something joyous, you can write something down there and then you know send it off. Right. I also like the feeling after I've written a letter to someone I like the feeling of hope that I have that I'll hear back. And then within the feeling of hope, there's that anticipation, which we often, I think, don't have a lot of anticipation anymore. I think we've kind of lost that as a society because our society is focused on the immediate gratification. So the waiting, I think. Well, write me a letter and I'll dash your dreams, you know. (laughs) Very funny. It'll be eight months later. <laughs> You'll be saying, geez. I'm sure there's people that think that about me. You know, they write and I don't write. Well, but I did make a huge effort at the beginning of COVID and I sent out like 38 letters. And I did get responses from so many. And it was really heartwarming. It made me want to write some more. Yeah, that's neat. Now, I was just going to think think about years ago when people, you know, traveled across the sea and somebody would write a letter and it might not reach the person, you know, their their love for six months. Or something would go back and the letter would be dated from a year ago. And we had to have relationships like that. Right. I've always wanted to put a letter in a bottle and throw it out somewhere and then hopes that someday, decades later, somebody would find it. Letters know. are great anytime, not just around the holidays. And think now. Be creative. That was the whole purpose of this show, to try to get you to think of some different things to talk about and maybe go back to some older ways 
uh, of communicating. Yeah, and you could throw a little memento in there. A memory, either verbally by writing it down or a photograph. If you've been Something cleaning you out your photographs, right. shove some in an envelope and send them to somebody. Hey, that's going to do it for us today. Remember to seek grace in every step, friends. Live with purpose. Make this an everyday count. And never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many. For my dear friend Gloria Shanahan and everyone who makes the show possible, thank you for your time, attention, and interest to what we do here. You've been listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Have a blessed week. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.